Ours was such an interesting place. Dave kicked me off the show. Now, I was not crying, okay? <laughs> when those kids uh, with our smart, like, oh, we spend this much on football. Like, why aren't we spending it on, like, rowing? It's like, it hey, funds you, everything. Yeah, yeah, hey, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, I go platinum with no features every fucking, every month. Talk your shit, Jack. But, Let's go. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. one who broke that news, I was like, yeah. dude, that's insane. And she's was, hot, too, yeah, which yeah, makes yeah. it, like, even wilder. You're literally just playing checks. But like, I have no interest in fixing her, but you have to lie a little bit. That's a little secret. You've ever met a Boston College fan? No, they're irrelevant. They've been the Seminole <laughs> with, the, with the Saudi flag with the sword on it. That'd be sick as fuck. It would be kind of hype. Yeah, so what is that podcast called? It's called like Momentum. I've been following you for a minute. You're like, Probably one of my favorite accounts I follow on Instagram okay. and TikTok as well. TikTok, just, I yeah. got all my pop culture, sports <laughs> news. That's it's good. Like, I mean, it's, it's working. Yeah. It's yeah, working. Yeah. You're like the new news, bro. It's funny. Do you get that often? Uh, I do. It's funny. I still remember the first time I saw your guys' podcast. It looked just like Busting with the Boys. Yeah. And I'm sure you've been told that a billion times. Yeah. But I think I forget what story it was. It was probably one of your first podcasts. It was somebody telling a story of... Maybe it was like U.S. What whoever it was, it was, it was like was, a teammate on there. Yeah, I think so. Was it? It was a good story. Was it the Keaton BYU one? I think so. Yes. Yeah. 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 Where yeah, you yeah. was talking shit about BYU and yeah. then you went to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that was the one. Very good. Um, it was funny. So um, and then did the bar I, still guys say anything about that? Because they've been kind of chirping a little bit. I think the bar like somebody sent it like in one of our group chats. It was like this looks exactly yeah, like it. And I was yeah. just like, uh, but here's the thing. Like the podcast space is so wide and so big. It's like, yeah, there's going to be things. There's crossover. There's not like copying. And I'm typically of the thought process that it's just, you know, it is what it is. It's yeah. whatever. Well, I mean, it totally is copying. That was the point of it. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, perfect. Like, there's like the whole thing looks exactly like busting. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, busting is great. If I'm them, like I wouldn't see it as like competition or anything like bad. Like I, I would honestly be happy that like guys are trying to emulate us I, I don't know that's the way i would look at it if especially I like a like like a guy who plays ball like you yeah and it's like it's not like you're just some random schmo i mean you're a guy obviously to them they're they're massive right it's like i mean and well the, i got to know them back uh when they were first starting bus in okay cool in nashville because it always work out at facilities got when it. i was at vanderbilt got so it. like summer training they would just like tailor and then would run in with us okay cool and then that's like kind of around that same time they started their podcast and then that was the first time i've seen like a current active athlete do something in the media in that way so yeah. that, that's what gave me the idea like okay let's do it yeah i mean I, the whole game's changing i would say even particularly like i mean it's hard to tell somebody if they really want to start a podcast don't do it yeah but if somebody's starting a podcast like the podcast industry is so i would say just like overinflated that it's yeah, it's, it's it's a very successful industry but yeah like pe random people starting it's going to be very tough to break in but somebody like unless you're an athlete entertainer um uh, you really have to have a story to tell i rather tell people like focus in on like video short form and then do youtube videos i mean uh but the podcasts are also short form that's the thing i know it is i have been that is kind of a mind thing i have to realize which is when you do an hour and a half podcast, you can yeah. get like Dude, that's 20 like short five form. to 10 yeah. great clips right there. Yeah, exactly. That's so, I mean, I it's a very it. interesting, like, yeah, 
I don't, I'll never tell somebody not to do something. Honestly, I would tell somebody like if they want to do something, like just start. It doesn't even really matter. Yeah. Like just do it. Like even if it's kind of shitty, it's like your first year of podcasting or making videos are probably not going to be great anyways. You don't need the highest tech, the highest. But if you want to do it that way, do it that way. But people will plan, 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 and then they, they'll get all the equipment yeah. and then they won't do it. Or they'll do like five episodes and not get a lot of views and be like, all right, it's not for me. Or well, yeah, like I mean, it's or like, like, look at Rogan's like first thousand. Yeah, or like exactly. First few hundred or something, you know? Um, no, it's a numbers game. No, it 100% is. And you just have to, I mean, even for me, like I got, so I was on the Barstool College Football Show for one week in 2019. Like I was told I was going to be on it for the whole year. Dave kicked me off the show. <laughs> Why? He said I was like the most boring guy he's ever seen on camera. It was like devastating for me in 2019. Wait, so this was supposed to be you, Dave, who else? So it's still like it's on the internet. Like you can find yeah. it. Week one, 2019 season. Yeah. Were you at Vandy then? 19, yeah. Yeah, okay. So yeah. it was before, like I I forget the marquee games. Like Notre Dame was playing Louisville, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, it was the first weekend. I got told a few weeks before, it was like, no, you're on the show this year. And I just graduated college in May of 2019. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's sick. It's, yeah. it's happening. It's yeah. like, oh, wow. And it was Big Cat, Brandon, Dave, Casey. Casey was the host. And then I had my own desk on the side. And then I was supposed to give stats or whatever. And I, I didn't perform to the best, but it was the first time I ever did. And I was like, okay, I got that out of the way. I'll be better next week. And then I got told... Like two days before I went to Clemson, or we went to Clemson, the show did. Clemson was playing Texas A&M. Yeah. Trevor, this was the year after Trevor won the national championship. So they okay. were like number one in the country. Yeah. Texas A&M, I think Kellen Mond was there. So they yeah. were they were looking pretty good too. Yeah. And I got I was eating, I remember specifically, I was eating a Chipotle bowl in, I had a whole planned out thing. You remember when um, <laughs> Clemson... Clemson kind of got busted for using Osterin. Yeah, was this like Dexter Lawrence and yeah, all the D-line? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the entire D-line was on. On Osterin, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to, I had like a shirt made. It was going to say Clem Osterin. I was going <laughs> to go and be like the heel. Like I had this perfect plan. Yeah. And I was eating Chipotle in the Barcelona office in the kitchen. It was lunch. And then this woman, I'm not going to say her name because I despise her. I don't want to, uh, like, <laughs> I just despise her. She doesn't work at Barcelona anymore. Okay, okay. She was like, so you're off the show. Came up to me, didn't even like, just like I, that. she didn't even bring me into a room. I was like, yeah, so you're off the show. Like, it's not going to work out. And I go, I was like, wait, what? And I'm like, I had a face full of food. I was eating like Chipotle bowl. <laughs> With the shirt on. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, what? And it was like, yeah, Dave didn't like you. So we're going a different direction. And I was just like, oh, I was like, wait, actually? And then she was like, yeah, well, at least you don't have to go to Clemson this weekend. And I, w I looked at her and I was like, what the, f I was like, I don't get yeah, like what's like that I I'm 22 years old. Right. I, like I was, they fly on a private jet to Clemson, oh, and then I so got to be, sick, yeah. Man. And then she goes like, "Oh, at least you don't have to go to Clemson." Then I go into Dave's office. I was like, "So that's really it?" And he was like, "Yeah, I just don't think you have it." But the moral of the story is, so at that point, I was like, "Fuck!" Like I didn't think it was over because he yeah. did tell me it's like I love what you, all the other things you do at Barcel. So it's not like a, we look at you differently. It's just like this isn't gonna work. And I was like, "Okay, that's fair." I mean, he's like. Yeah. He was the head. Yeah. It's like if you don't perform, you get benched. Like that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't mad. I was more just like, man, I wish I had another opportunity. But like that's just like if you don't I didn't show up the way I needed to. And then, but in 2019, 
And he told me he's loved, like never seen somebody more boring on camera. <laughs> and then, I mean, you got to think about it. just this. like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he went on radio later that day. No. You can find all the quotes. And he said. Just talking shit? Not talking shit. He was like, Jack Mack, him crying in my office. I was not crying, okay? <laughs> I went into his office and was like, yo, so like, what, what happened? Yeah. And it was just, that's what he said. He's like, I think you're incredibly boring on camera. I was like, can I have another opportunity? He's like, it's just not going to work. And I was like, all right, whatever. But that could have, like, stopped me from making videos. That could have stopped me. But I yeah. continue. And then, like, I mean, he, Dave may still think that. I don't know. I haven't talked to him. But, like, <laughs> I I haven't. But, like, now, I mean, I have 610,000 followers on TikTok. That's a video, like, strictly video yeah. content. Like, so talk your shit, Jack. But, Let's go. Yeah, but <laughs> well, no, and I dude. mean, if you saw the numbers in the like in the company, I mean, I'm like, like, like I go platinum with no features every fucking every month, right? Yeah. And but at that time in 2019, I wasn't good enough. Like I wasn't. I wasn't prepared. I thought I was, but I yeah. wasn't. And then I almost feel like I was like a quarterback that was like started. And then it was like, he wasn't ready, but he like, you know, like look at Geno Smith. Like he mm. was like, he wasn't even that bad on the Jets, but he he just wasn't. He wasn't a franchise guy at yeah, the time. And then, yeah, but he kept going. Yeah. And if I didn't, if I was just like, man, I'm boring on camera, Dave's right. It's like, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, which so is you cool. needed it at that time, basically. I think so. And I oh. think he brought up a good point. And like, I will never, the only person I'm mad at is how the, that woman said it to me. It's like, she didn't just even- Just don't be disrespectful about it. Basically. Just bring me into yeah. a room. Like, obviously that's going to be heartbreaking news to me. Like, it's like, yeah. like, it's not, and also she she was relatively new. It is what it is, but that happened four years ago, right? I still have to watch that show every fucking weekend and see like, oh, they go travel across the country. Yeah, and dude, like, that's a sick gig, It's bro. a sick, and I could have had that gig. Yeah. But- You still can. It's I, like, yeah, you never know, yeah. but like- it does suck thinking, oh, I don't have that gig, but uh. like I could have been like, that's going to stop me from making videos. That's going to stop me from doing things. That's going to stop me from taking chances. And then, yeah, but I mean, Dave's mean to everybody. So it's like, that's not like I, everyone has a story like that. Yeah. Or is it mean or just no filter? Like he just says whatever he. I mean, it's who he is. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. the reason he's, he's so popular. Too. And it's like, that's how he built the company like that yeah. I work at and get paid by. So it's like, yeah. Like, that's the, like, life you signed up for. If you don't like it, like, I could leave. It's not like he's forcing me to work for him. Yeah. And we were talking earlier, the big news where he bought back the company for a dollar. Like, how do you think that changes, like, what you do or the structure of the company or whatever from someone who doesn't, like, really follow super closely what Barstool is doing? Well, a lot of people, I would say, didn't even know that was Dave didn't own a lot or a big percentage of the company. That's true, yeah. You know? This is the face of it. Yeah. yeah. I think a, a lot of people were asking me on, like, my friends or family or whatnot. They were just like, wait, he didn't own it? But how does it change it? I mean, he owns 100% of the company again. Like, it's his it's his. But does money. that mean he's going to change how things are run? Possibly. I think he said in an interview, uh, it was the day that it, it, the news came out, it's like he wants it to go back from meetings, meetings, meetings to – more so making like great content, mm. which Arsenal never stopped that, but some people did. I mean, Penn was great. We, I like, I loved Penn. There, it's really like, I mean, think about it. Barstool had its own sports book. It's, it still will for the next six months, but like Barstool yeah. sports book, like they had its, Barstool's name was attached to a sports book and a pretty successful one. It was just when there's a lot going on, you have to be like very careful and whatnot, gambling regulators and whatnot. And 
we did a good job at that, but that will change the content a little bit. Now, as like Dave said, like he's it's like Barcelona's back, quote unquote, mm -hmm. which I hope is the case. I can't really speak on what's going to change. For me, it's like I'm just doing that. Like nothing's changed for me day to day. Like yeah. I'm still doing, doing the same stuff. Maybe Dave's more involved. So it's like if I mess up, I'm going to get yelled at more. But like that's just I'd rather have that because Dave being involved, I think is the morale of the company is so high. That's mm. the only thing I will like 100% say. The morale is very high. Not that it wasn't, but Dave coming back because people missed Dave. Because but wasn't he around always? Well, he, not really, no. Really? Huh. I mean, he was in Miami a lot. Um, yeah, and yeah, he was in, and then he was, he wasn't in the office as much. He was still very involved in the company, but he's back to owning. Like now, it's, now like it's like he like went from yeah. being a huge shareholder of Penn to no, he owns 100% of Barstool Sports now. Yeah, which is like crazy to think about. Yeah. So, and I think he's excited too. I, I don't want to speak for him, but it seems like he's excited. Yeah, no, I see it all over Instagram. Dude, I'm surprised, I'm amazed rather, by the speed with which, like, I want to know how you're getting these stories so quickly. <laughs> the ones where, like, you're putting your face no, on, on yeah, the story. No, yeah, no. Well, like, this is like, I'm just looking at my phone right now. Like, we have so many group chats within Barstool, and I work yeah. on the social team as well. And we have so many guys that are like legitimate killers. And when it comes to just being on the internet and yeah. seeing everything. So your boys will just pitch you a story and be like, yo. Uh, like this will be good. Yeah. 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 Or like, there was a few that like I I literally learned just from you. Like if I didn't follow you, I didn't, I wouldn't have no idea that even happened. That's. It was like, so that's I, I, I can name a few. It was like the, yeah. So the Alex Earl one. Okay. You're the yeah. one who broke that news. I was like, yeah. dude, that's insane. <laughs> and I, I love how you go into like the whole journalistic, like, yeah, 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 yeah. like now I'm going to dig deeper. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, how is this possible? <laughs> um, no, that, that, that story is crazy. I wrote down a few, but like, yeah, you could touch on no, that. No, no. Uh, the, oh, the Drake and Bobby one. The Drake and Bobby one. So that uh, was one like I got sent on Sunday night at like 1130 PM. And, uh, Somebody sent it. I think it was there's a guy at work named Meek Phil. We found him on Twitter. We found him on Twitter like front like three. He was his. We have Barcelona such an interesting place, even from like Dave to just even like Brianna Chicken Fry and whatnot. But we also yeah. have like people who a lot of people don't know. This kid was pretty much a Twitter troll. He was just in the replies and he slowly built an account. Not that big, but big enough to get noticed by me and some other people. And we suggested for him to get a job, but he's essentially a guy who's on his phone 14 to 15 hours a day. He he sees everything. Yeah. So he sees that, sends it to me. And Twitter, I will say, is not where everyone is, but it's where, like, like that's where, new, like, news breaks. People are tweeting about it, and it gets big right away. TikTok, like, I could even... On Twitter, it's immediate. the Alex Earl news when I posted that video was like a little bit late. It was like people are already talking about it for four hours. But TikTok, there are like TikTok, there's a lot more normal people on the app, if that makes sense. That are just they're doing their day-to-day -day life. They're they have goals. Maybe it's professional. Maybe it's like but Twitter's, <laughs> Twitter's like, just weird like gremlins. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's and but we we need like we need those guys, and Meek Phil's uh, the like he's like this guy a works for Barstool. Yeah, he's a weapon. He's a, like this kid's a weapon. He's like you're yeah you're, you're he lives at home. And he lives <laughs> he has like he goes home and he has like a a four monitor setup, and it's like he's on Discord, Twitter, and then watches. He's a huge baseball fan, yeah. and he watches everything. 
Dude, the screen time is just insane. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Dave bought the company, <laughs> our back, I was he, I like sent him a text, and I was just like, just so you know, like you've been doing great, but we're just gonna have to, you know, like Dave's back. We have to be a little bit more like uh, even careful, quote unquote. Just like let's make sure we like step up to the plate. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'll increase my screen time hours from 13 <laughs> to 15 hours. Like, it's like his numbers are crazy. This dude's a nut, bro. That's wild. And if you saw him, like, you would like, like, he looks like, a, like, here, I'll, I'll get a photo of him. I got to get a. <laughs> yeah, I, I, want, I want to see how this guy looks. Yes, yeah, exactly. He looks so this like. This is the behind the scenes that, like, you wouldn't even know is going on. He's actually running like right now for the. Um, he's running for, yeah, if you look up, <laughs> I wonder if he'll pop up on Google. This is hilarious to me. Look up Meek Phil, uh, Barstool. He's probably got like an IG or something, right? And no, he keeps his IG private. He's uh, always like, he's like the horniest bastard ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh my God. I think I've seen this guy before. Yeah, like he pops up every now and then. He's actually running for Barstool president right now. Dude, what? If you want smoke, just like, no, he's just like, he's like, he's just, he's like truly, but he's somebody we found on the internet. He didn't have a profile picture. We didn't know what he looked like. He came <laughs> he just in. just picked him up. But he's like, you need, That's he's amazing, a soldier. Dude. He's like, if yeah. you're thinking about the mafia, like you need those soldiers. Right, right, right. Yeah. He's your eyes and ears on the street. He knows everything. Yeah. It's but, like, uh, have you seen John Wick? Like how they I have haven't, just, but I have like uh, I know the okay. storyline a little yeah. bit. Yeah, where I mean they just have like all these people on the street. Yeah. yeah. And like this dude just knows everything. <laughs> this guy, like, if we lost him, I don't think I, I can't <laughs> imagine a like, scenario he would get fired, but like let's say like yeah. like something brutal happened to him or he quit. It would no, it would hurt us. Like I whatever he's paid is not enough. It's like he's like <laughs> <laughs> what percentage of your videos, like the sources are him? A lot. Like, <laughs> this guy sees everything. Like, he'll, like, send me a text and just be like... Did he come up with the uh, sorority girl that gets arrested, like, every week? The no, queen of chaos? That was... I saw that on one of our other Old Row Twitter uh, accounts. That one was awesome, dude. That one was sick. Yeah. That and one she's was... hot, too, which yeah, makes yeah. it, like, even wilder. The, the, I'm like... And I think the caption was, like, I could fix her or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could fix her. I have no interest in fixing her, but you have to lie a little bit. That's a little secret. Yeah. But it's funny, Meek, Meek Phil, I could talk about him all day, but um, that's like kind of weird. I wish I didn't say that. But he, uh, the Nets Twitter account, like Brooklyn Nets, tagged him instead of Meek Phil or Meek Mill <laughs> no. recently, like on Twitter. I mean, the guy has like 18,000 followers on Twitter, but he's like, I mean, dude, pretty, if, the amount of tweets he's had, I think really? I'll look it up right now. I think he's had. Let's look him up. I think he's had. Oh, here. Did you need those? How many though? tweets? Oh, it doesn't tell you anymore. But anyways, he's running for Barstool president. What does president. that mean? What is so that? right now in the New York City office, we have Barstool New York presidential race. Yeah. This is it right here, and these are the standings. That's who's running. Oh, that's the standings. That's who's running. That was after day one, which was recently. So you're tenth. But I didn't. I'm I'm tenth just based on writing in votes. I'm not running. Like I said, really? I wasn't running and people still, I wish I, I, maybe I should have, but who knows, but Meek Phil's third and he's, so he's just loved. Like everyone likes this guy. Well, the behind the scenes people do, it's kind of a bit, but yeah. Uh, and what do you get as being president? Is it like ceremony or like you actually get to I do stuff? I think it's just like a YouTube video, to be honest. Uh, okay, like okay, I, okay. I think it's yeah. a little bit of a, just like, like yeah. see, I, I, 
I would be shocked if, like, in three months, there's any real power or anything. But oh, yeah, it's like I've it's like never a, heard of it before. It's like almost like a school like president, like right. Interesting. Okay, so this was actually okay. So this was written by my guy Kareem, I think. And then any anybody by besides Cave. Well, the funny thing about him saying <laughs> anyone besides KFC um, is he's actually like runs the New York City office now, so he's actually the president. Right. But KFC is KFC's cool. He was he's from uh he went to Fordham. I went to Fordham, which is in the Bronx. Yeah. Um, they've uh, I don't know if you. They've had some a few NFL players. I think I'm first on this list. A few NFL guys yeah. what, on his show or what? Oh, yeah, you are first on there. No, on, at Fordham. Oh, from Fordham. Yeah. There was a, there was a quarterback recently. Yeah. I don't well, know when you graduated, but. So there was, so John Skelton, like a while ago, he was like on the Cardinals. And then, fuck, what was his name? There was a guy this year who was your think, team. You're from New York. Yeah, so Jets. But I grew up in well, Connecticut. college, I'm saying. So I grew up in Connecticut, and I fell in love. This is very funny. This, I'm probably the only person who fell in love with college football by going to UConn football games. But, yeah. like, I remember I went to the first ever UConn football game in their stadium that's still there today, Rensselaer Field. They played Indiana. Um, there we go. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and they played Indiana. They won in 2003, 2004. Dan Orlovsky was the quarterback. Okay. Um Terry Colley was the running back. They, 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 and I was what? what? Fuck. Two thousand, I think it was three. So I was six years old. I remember it. And then we went to every game from that point on. And I was like a huge UConn football fan. Obviously, basketball too. Everybody yeah. is. That's just like a birthright if you're in Connecticut. But with football, I like I did fall in love with college football through with UConn, UConn. football. I mean, and Big East football, and then I then I went through to everything else and understanding everything else. But and to this day, I'm still UConn football, UConn football. all the way. Fine. But I mean, I mean like, Jim Moore's got that. thing. I know turning they, they around. Really turned it around. Yeah. Well, UConn football is the face of like the North. We see the conference realignment right now, and there's a lot of people are talking about like, oh, Washington State, Oregon State, what's going to happen to them? It's like, hey guys, like we got left, like UConn got left at the altar back in 2012, 2011. And really, the fact they found a way out of it is, like, almost a miracle. UConn football, like, the athletics program was dead. Like, 2016, 2017, they weren't making NCAA tournaments. The women's team was phenomenal. Yeah. They were always going to be good. But the NCAA basketball was dead. Kevin Ollie won a national championship and then was an awful coach. Football fell apart. They made three awful hires, which were Paul Pascaloni, who like I don't Syracuse know. guy yeah like yeah. he was just, I don't even know how he still has a job he was such a bad hire Bob Diaco was a psychopath but he <laughs> I will say Bob Diaco shout out Bob Diaco for one reason and one reason only he said back in like 2016 we have to we have to put games on Nickelodeon for the next generation to get them and look at it now <laughs> That's the what Super they're doing Bowl now. is yeah, on yeah. Nickelodeon so I will say wow. Bob Diaco yeah. shout out him but he was not a good football coach. And this, and then they rehired Randy Etzel, who was the guy that took them to the like. I mean, they made a BCS bowl. Like they were always a bowl team. They sold out every game, like every year, really? from 20, 2005 to like twenty ten. Then Randy Etzel went to Maryland. That failed. He came back. That failed. But Jim Moore has turned it around in like a very. And I think they're yeah. also going independent was a very good move for them because I mean, yeah, you have to go play Michigan, but like. You get paid like $1.5 million for that game. Mm. And also, I mean, 
Like last year, they had like buy games that they won. Like they beat Fresno State. The, like they beat Boston College. Like they they made a bowl game last year, which is phenomenal. And this year, I'm very excited for. They'll never be top of the top, but you want to be competitive. It's a yeah. hard. It's a hard job. Very especially hard. yeah in the Northeast like that. If you're not in a big conference, my boy. Rob, he's with the Bears right now. He played running back at UConn last year. Oh, you're 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 Robert Burns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he was like my favorite player ever. Really? Yeah, he's yeah. my best friend. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, he yeah. fucking he would he talk about. I played high school with him. Talk about an absolute fucking like bowling ball. He was like Dude, he's a monster. Robert Burns is like one of my favorite players, like in like UConn football history. Like I'll always remember <laughs> Robert Burns. That's awesome, bro. I, so, I and I was I was pumped when I mean he got a. Uh, He's with the Bears yeah, now. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, yeah. it'll work just, out. They just played uh, Tennessee last week. He got a lot of reps in the second half. But he was telling me about, like, the transition from Edsel to Mora. Okay. And it's kind of similar to what I was telling you with Link when when he came in at SC. To, like, well, A, just cut a bunch of people. Like, cut, like, three-quarters of the team. Uh, even dudes that were, like, actually starters. Uh, but just a lot of it was like character issue guys or, like, like I heard a you'd lot rather not. Yeah. I, I don't want to say thing, them, though, but, like, like, it's like. You know, there was a lot of I. I think Randy Etzel when he came back really took it. It was almost just like a, like oh I'll do this again. Yeah. When you really have to, and I mean credit to Jim Moore. I mean he's like, a, like even if he never coached again, he had a phenomenal career. But he came in to Connecticut. Dude, that's a really hard job. Really hard, and I mean I will be, I'll you, always you defend kind of, Northeast football, but it's like yeah. it's tough because like. Keeping if, like the few guys exactly, that do come it's out only of Connecticut, a few. yeah, and then you have to compete against Boston College, which is a much better school, yeah. and even Syracuse. ACC, Syracuse. You have to compete against, yeah, Penn, like Penn State's right there, yeah, and but he's they've done a really good job keeping the the Etzel era did not keep the Connecticut guys in Connecticut. This past year, they've kept the Connecticut guys. Past two years, Connecticut guys in Connecticut, which is huge. Yeah. They have a running back right now, Victor Rosa. He was a star in Connecticut high school football, which is like. You can make fun of it, but keeping him in Connecticut was huge because then if he does well at UConn, then the other guys are like, oh, you remember Victor Rosa when you were a freshman? Like, yeah. And, like, it's easier to recruit. There's actually decent cues that come out of Connecticut, too. Yes. Like, Will. Will yeah, Will came out of there. Um, um, there's a few other guys, too. Will, uh, Tyler Van Dyke down in Miami yeah. is from uh, Connecticut. Yeah. Not that they would necessarily stay, but. he That's tough. There's a, there's a top four or five quarterback in this class. Who is in Connecticut? Really, he's at Avon Old Farms. Um, there's another quarterback I'm blanking on that I'm sure somebody will bring up that uh, is. Um, I'm embarrassed of myself that I just. But Tyler Van Dyke will. I think those are the only two right now. But they were recently. Uh, recently, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's been some decent quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, um, you know, Jordan Reed was from Connecticut. Um, Wasn't Aaron Hernandez too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then his brother DJ was a quarterback at UConn. Oh, okay. He just got arrested. Really? Oh yeah. For I'm, what? He was he starting. He was going to shoot up like UConn, the university. Yeah. For what? It was just. I mean, is I mean, he I cracked out or something? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a sad story. Like the whole thing. I wouldn't be surprised Damn. if there's something like in both those guys' brains. I mean, one's e dead, but like yeah, it's just something genetic. And he huh? threw. He threw. Uh, recently, he threw a. Brick through ESPN's like window. I saw that, yeah. And he had like a note on it, so I think something he's on about his brother, right? Yeah, he was yeah. like, "Stop telling lies." I, yeah, it's a whole thing. And that Florida documentary, which will be sick. So that's actually, dude, that's gonna be insane. That's actually the first video that ever like really went off for me. Which one? Florida. 
So I made a video back in 2018 about Florida's 20 or 2018. Yeah. And where you were just talking about how crazy the roster was. was Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's so crazy. People are like, how long have you been making green screen videos? It's like, it's not the proper question to ask because I was doing videos where I recorded my like computer screen as if it was a green screen. I've been doing that for a while. And you're just talking over it. Yes, but yeah. your that was like it. I didn't. There was no green screen effect. Yeah, but that was like 2018. I remember I made a like a video that did really well about. You remember that Clemson Ohio State college football playoff game, um, where there was the the fumble that wasn't a fumble. They returned it. Jeffrey Okuda returned it for uh, roughly. And then I think there was also one where a player got kicked out. Our uh, Ohio State player got kicked out for targeting, and Ohio State fans were like bitching about it. I made a video yelling at them. Kind of just like stirring it up. That did well. Then I did a video on Tate Martell in 2018, and it was the. It would be like essentially like if I was just recording like this. I was recording you, but I was recording and then talking. So I've been. I mean, I didn't do that a lot, but I I, I did do that a little bit. So I've been doing videos like that for a while, and that's why sometimes people be like, "Oh, how can I do it? How can I do it?" And it's not that I'm in, insulted, but it's more so like you have to do it a bunch. I mean, it's like you have. Yeah, to, it took like, you a long time. Yeah, yeah it's like. You have to find a way. Like, it's also hard to talk on camera. Just like it's hard to it interview It takes people. reps. Yeah, it feels awkward at first. Yes. Yeah. And I, even still to this day, like, I, I'll watch back videos of mine and be like, I should have said this. I should have said that. But you can drive yourself crazy doing that. Yeah, that's tough. Because it's like, also, with videos like that, you can redo them. Or not even redo them. Like, you can do so many that it's not like, a little mistake's not going to, like, make or break you. Because, like, yeah. there's going to be a lot of videos to be made in the next even week like it's there's no no, no point yeah. in getting bogged down i mean it's like throwing an interception it's like okay whatever yeah i mean you can learn from it but you can also probably psych yourself out yeah they're speaking of the florida thing i don't know how in depth they're gonna go into like what was really going on but i had uh do you remember the running back emmanuel moody so he was uh he was like i think the backup he got a decent amount of reps but okay. he, he transferred from sc uh where he was there with Reggie, and then I think he won a national championship with both teams, which is kind of nuts. Okay, that so, makes sense. So he goes to Florida, and then had him on the show, and he was kind of talking about, uh, this is one of the clips that like, has done really well, because he was kind of talking shit about Tim Tebow. Cause, oh, like, maybe that's another clip that I saw. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everyone regards Tim, and I mean, I do. Like, that was my idol growing up, playing 100%. quarterback, and in the state of Florida, I was like, 100%. I wanted to be Tim Tebow. I had his fat head on my own. Dillard, some Fort Lauderdale. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I but I grew up a big Gator fan. Because my dad went to Florida. Okay, yeah. So, um, I mean, Tim was like my idol. And so this guy's saying, basically on the show, that like the guys on the team didn't like him at all. Like he was just a snitch. It makes, makes sense. Yeah, and so that was that was one of the clips where- But like, how, do you, how would you even be a snitch on a team like that that was just littered with like, I can only imagine, and I'm not saying it from a- disrespectful standpoint too because i think a lot of programs were like that florida was special but like you can only imagine what was going on at like usc back in like the early 2000s oh and dude i've heard crazy stories like because i've even heard stories about like i think the last run for a lot of these like it, the best time to have been a top tier college football player was probably like 2000 to 2012 like once Snapchat came along, and once like camera phones came along, it was over. Oh, you're going okay. Just for as the perspective, far as being exposed, like doing stuff, like yeah, like out. even like I'm not saying bad stuff. I'm saying yeah. like, like I know, like I know Alabama. Like 
a, most of the grad assistants jobs are like, no, you should like go make like you have to make sure like our players are not out. And if they're out, tell us. Yeah. Now, like nowadays, like they don't even have to do that. Like it's just it will be out there. It's like, oh, here's this player. Here's that player. And I mean, you've been around a lot of athletes. Some athletes like that's how they like relax or like I'm not saying you should go out the night before a game. But like yeah. some good dudes are different. Like they can like go all night, wake up and like Johnny. Yeah. Like, I mean, like. They'll pr- they're gonna burn out at some point. Yeah. And I, but like, there's some dudes that are just different like that. Like, like I see it a lot. Uh, I see it a lot right now with McGregor and people are like, oh, he's still drinking. It's like he's not preparing for a fight. Like I don't, like, like athletes aren't don't like a lot of. If you want to be LeBron James, you do have to do like all that extra shit. But like a lot of dudes, like, uh, what do you think they're doing? Like they're like type type A personalities. Like they're not. Yeah. They don't just like sit around. Yeah. Like they're not like introverts. Like some of them are, but like. Yeah, I mean, there's a wide like. There's your dudes who like just play video games and like not trying to go out or nothing. Like That's there's true. a ton of that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Like I mean, I've played with dudes in college who like have a huge game or like uh like Amon right like yeah um, like yep. he lived in our apartment. And he like one game he just had like four touchdowns in uh-huh. one quarter. I don't know if you remember that game. Yeah. It was against Washington State. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yo, like, like oh that game was. What sick. are we about to do? Yeah, four tuds in the first. Wait, quarter. was that Jackson? Jackson was playing. No, no, it was Keaton. It was Keaton. Okay, Jackson played against Washington State. What the next uh, year? The next, yeah. Okay, I remember yeah, that yeah. game. No, Jackson wasn't there yet. So we're like, okay. oh my, like yo, like we're going out. Like what are we about to yeah, do? Yeah. Like, like I mean, you probably just made a ton of money. Yeah. If you're if you're coming out this year. Yeah, hundred percent. Like now nah, I'm probably just gonna hop on the game and just chill. It's like I mean, there's dudes who are like. I'm not saying Amon doesn't go out, but no, I get just it. in general, like it's that's a yeah. good story. That shows yeah. like probably who he is. Like I'm sure. I mean, everyone goes out and parties sometimes, but yeah. If you're the type of dude after doing that, and you just want video to chill, games are the big one. Yeah. Okay, video games. Yeah, makes sense. And then there's a guy like Johnny, who uh, dude it was funny. Like when I signed my undrafted deal, like we went out in Miami. Yeah. Uh, and then we saw Johnny at the club we were at. Okay. So it was just like, it was kind of full circle with the whole like draft day song. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, I grew yeah. up watching Johnny too. So I'm like, yeah. yo, this is crazy. Like dapped him up, like told him like what happened. Or like we're celebrating. It was an awesome night, obviously. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then like we like exchanged information. Okay, cool. And then I'm looking at his like uh, Instagram stories the next like three, four, five days. Every single night that week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like going out like at the club, different city every day too. It was like, I don't know how he lives that lifestyle. I know it's the same lifestyle he did while he was playing too, which is insane. Playing is insane and doing that. Yeah. I mean, I get it maybe like once or two, one or two weeks in the off season, but playing like. And not watching tape, dude. That was like, I didn't watch the whole doc. I saw that one clip where he just watches zero film. Yeah. And like, bro, I, I mean, I can tell you firsthand, like that playbook is something else. Like, I, I don't know how you physically step on the field without, <laughs> like, I just don't know how it's physically possible. I, I think it's you're... the most impressive thing that he's ever done. Like, forget the Heisman Trophy, forget beating Bama on game day. Like, yeah, I don't know how he was any semblance of decent With... he, without ever watching tape. No, I don't. I, I can't, I literally can't wrap my head around it. Like you, like for me, I like I went to bed at like two, three in the morning. All I did was like review things. Yeah, get like two, three hours of sleep. Next day, install. Boom. Next day, you get like another packet this big. And I mean, like, I think I'm a decently smart guy, and I had, I put literally all my energy into one thing, and it was still really hard, still making mistakes. So either like he's just some crazy savant, or he's just out there fucking around. But I mean, 
Probably the other one, the, the, <laughs> the latter. He was probably out there but just even fucking like, around. But even like calling the cadence, like knowing where guys are lining up, like is he just? That's a great point because your lack of commitment there, then you still have to ID a mic. You have to yeah. call the protection, and then it fucks like, everybody else up. Yeah. So then it's on you. That's the selfish part of like not doing. And it. was it? Was there so much of an investment made in a first round pick that they were willing to just put him on the field? And you're like, I mean. Because in college, you can get away with it. Like college, college systems, like some of these spread, like is like a one word play, you know? So really? it's like, all right, you know, spread, buccaneer. And everyone kind of knows what you're doing. If you're a quarterback, there's a lot of systems. You don't even have to touch the protection. Um, and is that why so many guys that. struggle when they come out? Uh, I think partly, partly. But there's also a ton of dudes. I don't like that whole air raid idea where you can't be successful coming out of that. I think that's been dispelled. Because, like, Pat came out of that with Kingsbury, and he's best in the league right now. Or if, I know. Or if you're running, like, a spread no huddle, like, Art Bryle system. But there's some guys, like, I kind of feel bad for. It's more about the guy than the system, I think. Yeah, but then they'll draft a guy, and then they'll put him in a system that's like this. Like, what, what do you want him to do? It's like he's playing. You're putting a. What a square and a circle. Yeah, pack it'd be hole like whatever. having Lamar playing a really traditional yeah. pro style. It's like, that why? doesn't make. Yeah, you want to have some creativity. You yeah, want. I even have saw some this spread. with like Zach Wilson last year. Like I wouldn't. He's a guy that I definitely would very disappointed in, but I still think he is. I mean, he's fucking twenty one, dude, or maybe he's twenty two now. He's so young, and he also. Yeah, I, I hate the Zach Wilson. Uh, but that's, slander, dude. But that's how like I, I mean like that's it. how the media works. It's just like it's that's how it goes. But I think yeah. he's a guy that's. He was in a really tough spot. His offensive line last year was so depleted. Like the Jets' injuries last year were like, especially on the offensive line. They even had guys who were like fourth round draft picks out of um, out of Louisiana Lafayette, or their their mm-hmm. fans will make sure you say University of Louisiana. But they he was fourth round draft pick, and he was a backup. Came in, he was playing really well. He even got hurt. They were on like third string guys. Um, and you're, you're talking about the O-line? Yeah. yeah. For the, and then Zach was up against it. He also, it's just, it's tough. And then I think the offense was not ran particularly well through him. But then again, it's like he has to take some accountability too. And I think he has. He's And he's fine. He's like, I'm going to Well, I don't know about up. the accountability aspect. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, remember the press conferences? When yeah, was just- <laughs> that was tough. I think that's like I think that's the worst of it. I think if you play bad, you're a young guy. Like, yeah, you're gonna get hate, but you can't say some of those things that you were saying. Like, you yeah. have to take accountability. Um, but I'm, I'm still like a fan. Like, I think he could spin the shit out of the ball, which is like crazy. He can um, really spin it. I think you get in the right system, especially like learning under Aaron for like two, three years. Like, I would not be surprised if like in a similar Geno Smith type situation, like he can be a good player down the road. Yeah, he's so it, young. I just don't like the whole uh, same thing in basketball. Like you get drafted, you got 18, 19, and like you immediately a, have to produce. Like that doesn't make sense to me either. Yeah, it's basketball's even tough because like basketball's uh, the age is so important. I think football as a quarterback, like you can really have a renaissance at twenty eight. You could still have a ten year yeah. huge career. Yeah. Basketball, I mean, that's a young man's game. And then there's a reason why, I mean, there's a reason why these kids that are like, it's, they get drafted eighth and mm-hmm. you're like, he was on Kentucky. I, I, I like watched 10 games. I don't remember him. Yeah. Well, he's 18. His wingspan's seven, eight. Yeah, it's yeah. like, they're going to take the chance on him. And it's like, yeah, he's going to stink for a little bit. But 
I think basketball is so much more in potential. Football is really tough because it's like you got to go right. Like look at Anthony Richardson. He's playing week one. Like it's like you have to, if you, yeah. you have to figure it out right now. And that's a lot of stress. I'm sure for these guys, like they may not even realize it because these guys have been like almost gallivanting through life because they're top tier. But once you get to that top, top level, man, like I can't even like – I'm sure Anthony Richardson's going to handle it great. I'm a big fan of his. Wow. Talk about a guy who can spin it. But the stress there and the yeah. – but, I mean, the only thing is if you handle the stress of being a top-tier uh, high school prospect, then you handle the stress of winning the job as a starting quarterback, then you handle the job as – handle the stress of being SEC quarterback, you're probably like – the next step is NFL quarterback. So it's not like you're going from zero to 100. Yeah. But the NFL is just so. I can only imagine the speed game. difference. It's like it's not. It's not speed necessarily. Okay. I mean, speed's a part of it yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. It wouldn't even be the first thing I would say though. It's it's the mental component. Like you're you're literally just playing chess, but like you're going from like an amateur level to like a grandmaster level. Got it. And like there's these pieces that you're moving around, and it's like a little bit of game theory too, because then like you're also trying to figure out what's in the mind of the DC. Yep. And so it's like you're playing these like psychological games and it's happening in real time and you're tired yeah. and you're getting hit and you're and, tired yeah, yeah. and there's a physical component of it and you still got to keep composure and figure out like what's going on and, and maybe it, like and also it's something and that like, so it's like bro the checklist pre-snap i don't think guys understand there's like 20 different things you need to consider before the snap even starts i can't so it's so crazy to think of everything that's going on that has to go through a quarterback's mind. And I'm, I'm not even talking, I'm talking just from when the ball snaps. And having three seconds or four is like really good time. But think about yeah. it. Four seconds just happened. Like, it's just like, but yeah. that you had to make it, you had to look at everything you had. And also you're going up against, I mean, literal freak athletes that can jump 8,000 feet in the air and you have yeah. to throw the ball. Per it's like quarterback, I think, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a lot of, tough roles in the world but i like i think the mental acuity that needs to happen for a quarterback is like i i can't really even think of another thing to compare it to it's like i maybe maybe there's some like high level um like <laughs> navy seals okay. like a war like top you have to think about a billion things and it's like life or death so it's a little right. bit different but like I mean, also in football, and if you have time constraints too, because it's like, all right, now you have 10 seconds pre-snap to do it. Yeah, and it's like insane. And then you have to do it again. Like, there's no like, oh, okay, right. I did it five times. It's over. Yeah. Like even fighting, uh, like MMA or boxing, that's really tough. You have to consider a lot of things. There's a lot of like mental game. There's a lot of like that game theory of like feints, whatnot. But five minutes rest, five minutes rest. Like maybe for a championship, it's 25. But like yeah. even there, like you... Like it's over, and then you don't do it again for six months. That's true. Which is that's not that's downplaying true. it, but there's yeah. also a level of like in fighting that's like almost, I would say, just pure mat like not masculinity, but just like just like the, fighting the like primitive, like primitive that almost takes over. Yeah. Like I'm sure in games you've played in that are like. Having the primitive, sure, when you're scrambling and you run over, dude, like that's great. But like you have to be like calm. Like you have to because like yeah. your brain, like I mean, I think we know that through studies and whatnot. Like I mean, there's a I think Brady 
had somebody bring in uh, bring in for him when he was late in his Patriots career, like how to breathe properly to bring your heart rate down. So yeah. when you're in the game, um, you are at a rate that it's like, okay, your brain can think it's not like a whatnot. That's a big yoga thing. A lot of guys are doing hot yoga. Yes. Uh, Russell Wilson was one of the first guys. Like Pete Carroll brought it to Seattle. So maybe like I wouldn't be surprised if Brady got that from like Pete or Russell or whatnot, but yeah. they like – I think it was, I remember I read an article before the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl and his big focus was um, not f throughout that whole year was, okay, like when I'm on the sideline, bringing the heart rate down to a point where it's like resting. And obviously you're, I mean, you're in the midst of it. So yeah. it's like impossible. There's too many things. There's things going on. You're talking to people, but to bring it down and to relax in the midst of like gunfire is like insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that uh, the flying bullets analogy. Like, yes. that's real, bro. Yes, like, you yeah, can yeah, do yeah. all the preparation, but, like, when shit's actually oh, happening, yeah. it's like you you really do kind of forget. Um, and that's the hard part, like, is, is staying calm and remembering what's going on. But, yeah, no, it's nuts, bro. It's nuts. No, they, but that's why the quarterback, like, I mean, I played football in high school. I was a JV MVP. What'd you play? Football are no, in Connecticut. A quarterback. I was quarterback. Okay, all right. <laughs> Let's go. But then... Um, so you know what you're talking about. So I was a JV MVP, and then a kid transferred in that was better than me. He's like my best friend to this day, Dante Chiaffi. He ended up playing like D3 football. Um, but he... Uh, Don, uh, Dante was... Uh, Dante was great. He was just bigger, faster, stronger than me. Yeah. So I just ended up... Uh, I played more baseball and basketball. But I was... I loved like the aspect of playing quarterback, even though it's like so low level and whatnot. It was fun and it gave gives you a level of respect uh, for the position that it's yeah. like I can't even imagine. I think about it sometimes when I just like even when Zach's having an awful game, right? I remember the Patriots game. There's a part of me, and here's the thing that I struggle with too sometimes when I like I'm on TikTok. It's like what gets the best reaction? It's me yeah. saying ridiculous things, but for it's sure. like. Zach did say after that game he was still like a cocky son of a bitch, which is like, you know what? What like you can't say dude, that. like he could do whatever. Like the only thing I'm sure the locker room did not like that. I'm sure yeah, the guys who've been in the league for 12 years are like, who the fuck is this guy? He just we just played in like 20 degree weather and he couldn't complete a fucking screen pass. Like uh, get the fuck out. And yeah. he's already looks like the cocky Mormon, like yeah, it's a bad look. Yeah, bro, it's a bad yeah. look. And I'm sure like you know that like Dealing with a locker room is probably one of the most important parts of a quarterback. Like it's oh, just like sure. just so like everyone knows, all right, you're cool. Like that's why I love what Aaron's doing now. Like he's really focused on getting to know everyone. You saw the hard knocks yes. thing where he's like he's getting lunch or dinner or whatever with everyone on the team, different tables. Because I mean, like clicks exist everywhere in life. Like that's human nature. Hundred percent. But if you play a quarterback, like you can't. And I've seen it with with guys I've played with in the past who stay with a certain group of people and then like say like it's your boy like a, a group of friends that's like four guys five guys um and then but you're not interacting with like your linemen or something and then like guys start talking it's like yeah like what's up with yep my guy like he's supposed to lead us but like he's never hanging out with us or anything yeah like that. so it's like and it's like a, yeah i mean like even, you gotta get away from that like kind of click if you want to be a leader i'm saying 100 percent. now if you're like a backup receiver then like it's oh that's it's a different different, yeah, yeah. different but a quarterback i mean but if you're like if your intention is to lead the team then like you, yeah you need to be friends with everybody there's definitely i could probably guess on those high level teams i mean even low level like when the quarterback is loved not even loved or just like respected enough i'm sure the, the team just plays better because when he makes mistakes 
it's not like, okay, it's like, all right, he messed up. We know he works hard. He like, we mess up all the time. It's, we have to go back on defense. It's whatever yeah. that happens. But when the guy's a fucking dickhead and he's throwing interceptions, it's like, why am I, it's obviously, I mean, you're fighting for your job. Like it, there's a billion things why you're supposed to play hard, but it's different. It's yeah. different. It's like, there's a, you want to play for someone you like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the quarterback position is everything. Well, it's anywhere too. Like even Barso with like Dave or 100%. something like that. Like if you actually like the dude. You're gonna like work harder. You're gonna like make it happen. You know, versus like if it's that lady that was your boss yeah, that I went mean, up to you, be like, yeah. bro, screw this shit. Like, yeah, no, like this lady sucks. When she was leaving, the uh, like her assistant was coming around and was like, here, we're just doing a goodbye card for uh, this person, and she was like, here, sign. I was like, no, I'm not fucking signing that. Like, no, I'd rather no. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, like, I'll take it in the fucking bathroom with me. Like, no. Yeah. That's the only time. Like, I only have like one or two grudges in life. That's one of them. Like even the thing with it is like if Dave says something or like uh, like a big cat says something like those are guys that built the company. It's like what are you supposed to fucking say to that? And he made a business decision. Like it was like he had to make it, and I get it. Mm. But like not being not taking like that's why I'll always try to remind myself of that. If I ever have to do something like that, give the person the time of day. Like yeah. be like sit them down and be like, hey, this didn't work out. I'm really sorry about this. We know this sucks. But you just gotta like you'll just have a to basic. Yeah. it's not even like a crazy thing to do. I was, and yeah. she did it in front of people. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, I was twenty two too. I mean, I I'm not saying like you're supposed to, like, treat me with like or coddle me, but yeah. like I'm not a thirty five year old veteran of the game. It's like take me like can we at least like there was no human decency there, uh -huh. and I was always nice to that person too before that. Like I remember when she started, I was the first person that introduced myself to her. But I mean, it's like one of those things that it's just like, you never know why someone doesn't dislike you. You can't get bogged down too much in that. <sighs> Screw this lady. Yeah. <laughs> she's somewhere else now. <laughs> like, I hopefully. In sports still or what? I don't want to give out way too much. It's fine. It's fine. It's um, fine. All right. Let's talk uh, college football since you've got your show, Unnecessary Roughness. Yeah. Check um, that out. We got, uh, we do, we'll do three episodes a week during okay. the season. So Dude, it's good stuff too. I like yeah, it. Casey Brandon, um, Katie's on it too. Um, it's it's great. We'll be uh, doing it all season. Obviously, we we're in previews right now. We just did Big Twelve preview yesterday. I saw a little bit of that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Like me coming from the Pac-12, I've got my opinions, but I want to hear what you think. Everything going on there. What happens to those last few teams? I mean, it's just like I have no idea. It's really tough because I think there's going to be like I mentioned that UConn was left at the altar when the Big East kind of fell and ACC and then whatnot. Like, I think that's going to happen to Washington State, Oregon State. Cal and Stanford have so much money that I don't think they'll be hurt too much. They'll be interesting because they're such an Olympic-heavy sports school. Yeah, schools. they have a lot to offer outside of football. But they get all their money from football. So yeah. when they say, when those kids that with are smart, like, oh, we spend this much on football. Like, why aren't we spending it on, like, rowing? It's like, <laughs> hey, funds you, everything. Yeah, yeah. hey, you fucking idiot. <laughs> the reason the Pac-12 has been paying you for the past two decades is because you have a football team. Literally. So, but it will be interesting <laughs> to see what, like, what happens there. Like, what, how's a, how, what will happen with Cal and Stanford? I think they'll be fine. Oregon State and Washington State, I think, are in, in, like, a really, really, really tough spot, which stinks. But like, that's. What do you think about? Because I don't see a scenario where like the pack can exist by adding teams that mm -mm. currently aren't Power Five. 
because I mean, what? Then you're adding San Diego State, like Air Force. Like it, it's already going from no, a it's league. the Mountain West. Yeah, exactly. Like you it's can't Mountain really West add with Oregon State, uh, Washington State, and I don't. I like, mean, for those guys, like I would just like suggest like staying alive, and then hopefully the Big Twelve comes around at one point. Yeah. Or hopefully, like somebody comes at some point, puts their fist down. It's like we need to redo all of this. Which I would be a proponent of as well. And I think there's a really high, like, I really love the idea of, like, a relegation system, which is, like... Oh, like the soccer deal? Yeah, where you have, like, 50 teams at the top, and they're all kind of, like, uh, or you just do it by, like, West Coast, East Coast, Midwest, South, and then you're there's four divisions in each, and then... Like 16 teams, kind yeah, of each, like 64 Yeah, and then team it's, bracket. like, at the end of the year, it's, like... Yeah, you may not be at like next year if you don't win this game. You're not in the Power Five anymore, which would be sick. That'd be wild. Like, imagine if like North. That's Dakota, great for viewership. Yeah, yeah, like what if like North Dakota State or like even there's some schools out there. Like, I'm not saying go as deep as D3, but there's some schools <laughs> that will sign up. Like, I mean, I think about in Connecticut. It's like, uh, what if Central Connecticut State like goes on a run yeah. and like so like CCSU is like this, this. It's funny. This guy's laughing over here because like CCSU. Oh, oh, that's hilarious. Like, it's like just, it's a small school in Connecticut that is, it's a state university. The football team's actually, like, not that bad. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, they, like, middle of the pack FCS. But, like, the thought of a team like that making a run is, like, insane. No, it's great for the drama. But so you're, you're saying Florida next year, who... Like, based on the schedule, probably isn't going to have a great year. Say they win, like, three games or something. Something no, catastrophic. You're, you're saying... Go down to D2 or no, FCS? No, it's like, no. So the next level is like... what like, if you're a big problem like that but just has one bad year? Well, so that's the thing. Like <laughs> Kick rocks. Like, if Manchester United <laughs> doesn't play well this year, they're, like, they're in a championship. Okay. But the only thing is, it's like, the schools like Florida aren't going to sign up for that. Because they're like, no, we are, we're made, we're made. Like, you don't get to fucking, like, yeah. do this. Yeah. The only thing is, like, if they, like, that's the thing. That's the issue. The thing about that is, like, a bunch of teams could die. Like, but I'm saying there's, like, 50 teams, and then the next level would be, like, Florida would be replaced by Louisiana Lafayette if they go 10-2 and two this year. Or UTSA is really good, but they're mm. D2 right now. And, like, they're not actually. But I'm saying from in this relegation system. Yeah. Well, you'd have to factor in strength of schedule, too, though. I know. That's another thing. That's a big one. Because... In the Premier League, every team plays every team twice. Yeah. Home and away. So it's standardized. Yep, standardized. Yeah. So I don't like think it's it would a ever. tricky. Yeah. So, but then maybe we can just go back to like north, south, west, midwest, and then just like, like bring it back to regional. Like, I get why it's not, and it's it's all about money, and I get it. It's like you, you got to get your bag, like as a school and whatnot. Like I don't blame USC for going to the Big Ten. They saw the writing on the wall. Like they were like, we have to make a move. And they were like, how do we make sure, like the decision makers' jobs are, how do we make sure this university and program is just as good and doing just as well in 10 years? Like, what can we do right now? Yeah. That's obviously what It's on your the job. Yeah. You're running a business, running a school. Like, what can I do? Like, screw everyone else. Like, yeah. you're not worried about what uh, Oregon State's doing. But I wish, like, almost the only thing is it's like, can we just, like, keep the Pac-12 for the other sports? Like, now it's like. Like, for what? Like, softball has to go fucking play, like, Rutgers or something. Like, that's the tough thing. Yeah, but then again, like, they exist because of the football program, too, though. Well, so that's another thing. I saw, like, these softball players on Oregon complaining about being in the Big Ten. Really? I was just like, 
I was like, because of the traveling or what? Yes, they were I like, I don't yeah, like the whole traveling argument, bro. It's like, what you're adding an extra hour or two? And then they they were saying they were like, they, they, they they were like mental health. It's like have the <laughs> athletes' mental health get. I was like, here's the thing, and I don't mean this in a mean way at all. Oregon softball, you have a great program and whatnot. You do not matter. Like you don't matter. Like it's it's irrelevant. Like you don't matter. Like the every and I mean that and I understand it that you, like this could be seen as a as a bad thing. You probably worked so hard your whole life um, and whatnot to do this. But here's the thing, and this is the harsh reality of the, the world. Yeah, yeah. That when Oregon's decision makers are sitting down and thinking about making money in the next ten to twenty years, they aren't thinking about you. They are not. They yeah. haven't thought about you. They don't care. And that's the thing. A NARP like myself has realized that since day one. Like they, like my opinion doesn't matter. I have to make my opinion matter. And guess what? Your opinion doesn't matter as an Oregon softball player. Well, okay. If you don't like it, go play it fucking, I don't know, uh, San Diego. Like you'll, you'll, <laughs> right. you'll play like Santa Barbara. Like, right. okay, like leave then. But also like in theory, should you have a say if you're only funded because of the football program? Well, no, it's like, it doesn't matter. But I mean, like there's Title IX and whatnot. It's like everything's like all connected. And Oregon actually, like they're under some heat right now because they pretty much like have created like a fake beach volleyball program really? to like f like make sure the oh. football team can have more players on their roster. So there's like 30 girls on the team. They make them play in like a public park and and like are surrounded by homeless people. No. But they're scholarship athletes. But so the football team. Against, okay. But then the football team obviously can get – it helps with the Title IX numbers, which I think that's not something you should do. But, I mean, Title IX is a completely different argument. You have to get so deep into it. But the only thing is, like, yeah, softball, it's like – then they'll bring up, like, oh, we're on ESPN. Like, you're, no, like, it, if the softball team – if Oregon didn't have a softball team, they're going to be paid the same amount of money by the Big Ten. There's no difference. Oh, yeah. Maybe the Title IX regulators are coming, but, like, there's no difference. Football and basketball, and it's still football 95%, basketball 4%, and then some, like, 1% other sports, including baseball. But, like, for baseball only matters in, what, 20 schools? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really follow baseball as much. I know Vandy's got a squad. Like Vandy's, like Vandy's. That's one that, yeah. like, it matters. Some of those SEC, yeah, like Florida, like, yeah, like yeah, Arkansas, Tennessee, like yeah. Arkansas, like has a very big fan fan base for baseball. Mississippi State. I'd be curious to see what their numbers are. Like, if they're like, how many D one baseball programs are making money versus losing money? So that's another very interesting thing. The this is something that I'm not smart enough to discuss, but I do know the finances of college sports are a lot different than what numbers show up on like mm. the top the public tax returns, because it says oh this football program's losing like eight mil or fifteen million dollars like but that's not how it works, because like you like the economics of it are so 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 hard to put in to like to factor in. If you didn't have the football program, would you be invited into another conference? You never know. Also, what's the value of being on ESPN from 2.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? What, like... From, like, a marketing standpoint for the Yeah, university? for the school. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's insane. Like, USC, from, so, like, last year's success yes. or whatever, you see the admissions numbers? It's yeah, up, it's, like, some stupid, like, 50% or something. Yeah, some insane like, amount. So, from that perspective. And donations and all so that. So then, that, like, people are like, well, look at this. This football program's bleeding money. Like, no, but it's not. So, the baseball program's, like, like it's like, oh, Texas. Texas only made $3 million last year. Well, they also spent $110 million. But then also on top of it, 
they played on Fox for th like how much, how long or how much would you have to pay for a midday Saturday afternoon Fox infomercial for three hours? And then yeah. after that, you're on every highlight show for the rest of the day. It's like in like you and talk shows. Everyone's talking about you, you during can the week. Put yeah. value on that. Yeah, that's why like even UConn. Look at UConn. The basketball programs won five national championships in men's basketball, eleven with uh, in the women's. They, they, everyone's like, oh, why don't they just give up on football? Football's your ticket to everything. Like, do you think the Big Twelve's calling them if they're just a basketball program? No, probably not. Like, do like if the ACC kind of falls apart and has to start something else new, you think the ACC calls just for basketball? Like, that doesn't exist. Yeah. There's a reason they're keeping the football program alive, and there's a reason every university with like some balls wants football. That's the money maker. Yeah. It'd be almost like I don't even know how to like what to compare it to. There's nothing you can compare it to. Football's everything. Like in every university, who's smart knows that. Obviously, there's the Yales and Harvards that are so they're made like they're yeah. Ivy Leagues. Yeah, yeah. But like. Stanford won't give up on football. No. Like Cal won't give up on football. That's a top 10, top 15 school in America. Yeah. Like they 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 will not give up on football because football's everything. Basketball's cool too, but it's really not. Yeah, it's like, not the same. It's basketball's like a two week a year thing. Yeah. And you have to make the tournament if you want to get involved. Yeah. Like I mean still like having a good basketball program is important, but like you th like Alabama it's it's like the reason Alabama has a good basketball program now is because they hired a good coach, but I mean, like the football program, like it, it like everything trickles trickles down. Yeah, I also saw something where, like, college football is the second most popular sport. It goes NFL, college football, then NBA. Like a, a random Saturday mm. SEC like four p.m. slot is more than an NBA finals game. Oh yeah, I mean the the like Bama Tennessee game last year, I think. That definitely a hundred percent more than every playoff game outside of the finals for the NBA. Yeah, the finals probably, but that's like seven that's games season and also NBA finals is when there's no other games on. Right. When Alabama and Tennessee are playing, like there's a chance a guy who would watch that is watching like his alma mater, like maybe Wisconsin's playing Nebraska. Yeah, like that's two million people. There's a ton of other games going on. Yeah, and then people always say like, oh, college bowl games. Like there's too many. Like guys, more people watch that than like. Yeah. A lot of like and almost anything else, any, like yeah. TNT Thursday night. Uh -huh. Like, there's more people watching the Montgomery Camellia Bowl than fucking <laughs> oh, that. For sure. And it's, it's on football. at two thirty in the middle of a two on a Tuesday. Like, people are like, "Oh, there's too many. There's too many like college like college football." Bowl. Like, no guys, yeah. there isn't. There, there's a reason they keep making more because it makes money. Yeah. And ESPN wants more because they're like, like mid midday Detroit like Motor City Bowl. 2.30, people, like, most people are out of their job. It still gets a million and a half viewers. Yeah. Like, first take gets 300K. That's insane. Like, I mean, there's, like, levels to it. Like, yeah. that, why is America so obsessed with football? Who knows? But it, it it is. Yeah. Well, speaking of the money thing, this is what I was thinking the other day with, like, Saudi Arabia trying to, like, buy yeah. all these other sports. They would be sick if they bought college football. Bro, well, football in general, like, why? Okay, like, the way these contracts are set up, like, Jonathan Taylor, for example, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he wants a new contract. He thinks he's the best. I know, I know. He, he yeah, thinks yeah. he's the best running back in the league. Like, even if he does get what he wants, like, it's not going to be guaranteed contract. Like, he can get hurt, and he's not going to get, like, a large portion of that. What's stopping Saudi Arabia from going? Like, hey, we'll triple that. Come play in this league. 
like how, what percentage of guys are just going to take like just by tripling what you're getting and fully guaranteeing everything? Could you like could you just literally create like another football league that's way better? The only thing is so much of football and whatnot, but I, I you could say that same about soccer is like the experience, like like with fans, but they don't even care. Like Saudi doesn't care. They're like, like isn't it just all money? Yeah. I don't, like, they're dude, not interested in football. I don't think dudes football. care, like, like a player. Like, I'm trying to oh, maximize yeah. my career. Like, oh, no, I'm, I'm 23, I play running back. I've got, like, four years left. Like, I can tear my knee tomorrow. No, 100%. I wouldn't blame right. Jonathan. But it's like, why would Saudi do that? But then again, like, they... they, they well, because the numbers, like you're saying, the viewership. But will people watch it in Saudi? That's, I guess that's the big question. Because If people, you have all the best players, though, would you? People don't really watch the XFL and USFL. They don't have the best players. Yeah, with but, the, then with the name have, but you need so many You have players. Aaron Rodgers and Jonathan Taylor on the same team. I'm yeah, watching. But, like, Are you watching? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I would probably, but like, would I watch week six? Because Hell who, yeah. Who, who are the I'm other watching players? Aaron wherever Aaron's at. Where, how about the other players? Like, what, Triple oh. everyone's salary. Everybody. They could afford it. Just They could afford it probably just based off of Neymar's mm. and uh, freaking... Mbappe? Or yeah. no, they brought and, in uh, Ronaldo. They, yeah, Ronaldo and what they offered Mbappe. That's the entire league probably. You are right. Why has Saudi? They, they must... Maybe they like, but don't it's, like football. It's because of the way those contracts are set up where they're not guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Because like, that's why a, a, you know, a guy like uh, Messi could turn it down. A, he's already got the money. And he's, it, what he's getting is guaranteed. But with football, it's just prime for the taking. No, 100%. And it's no. the most popular sport in, like, one of the biggest, most powerful countries Saudi on the Saudi should, like, make, like, a, like, they should, like, I'm going to run it. I'm going to run their, yeah. their league. I'm going to be the commissioner of the Saudi league. So no, Saudi should, like, take over college football and make it the Saudi power league. Or and it's college, like, yeah, they could do anything. Well, Florida State's trying to leave the ACC right now, right? They said they were, but they don't have the money. Why doesn't Saudi just come in? Oh, we'll pay for that. <laughs> just buy their football program? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, why not? Like, we'll fund it. Right. Well, I mean, it's a state school, Florida, politics, whatnot, probably when you would get College into that. College gets messy, yeah, because there's a whole university system. And the politics and whatnot. But, like, why doesn't Saudi just say, no, we'll, we'll fund that? Yeah. And it's just like, you just put, like, the, our flag on your helmet. <laughs> Imagine the Seminole <laughs> with the, the Saudi flag with the sword on it. That'd be sick as fuck. It would be kind of hype. I would be like all over that. I'm Saudi. watching. Yeah, Saudi. No, but it's still in America. It's just like, we, we yeah, want to. They don't have to do it in their country. It could be in the US, but yeah. they own the league and they're making all the money off of it. Or like, or you could even pluck guys right out of high school. So it's like, okay, instead mm -hmm. of like a $3 million NIL deal, which is a shit ton of money to go to AM or something, give you 20. You're the, oh, you're the number one running back in the country? 20. And you, Who's you, saying you no? play with Aaron Rodgers or you have no? a development league? Uh, yeah, it's a development league that transitions into it being the best league because you've got all the best players out of high school. I mean, there's like you're everything. You're turning on 20 at 17? No, they, what, you would never. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, even if you dreamed all your life of playing at Alabama, it doesn't matter. You wouldn't turn that down. No. That's like stupid money. Your right. life's set even if like you yeah. tear your ACL. So it's all money. Yeah, it's interesting. I, it, it'll probably get to a Saudi point. league football. Like they haven't shown any interest in American football. I'm just really curious. It'll I be interesting like, to see if they ever do. I would love to talk to whoever's like behind this whole sports thing. Like, I don't know. You want to talk to Mohammed bin Salim? Bro, if like, it's like you want to talk to MBS, you mean like the most? Yeah, the like. Okay, yeah, know, a lot of people want to talk to him. I don't him. know if it's him. It like, is behind him. it. It's only him. Well. 
So, or does he have like a sports like kind of well, he, association so, that's like, hey, so, we're gonna do this? So Saudi right now is their big initiative is promoting the country. Yes, and promoting the country in a way that is not just they want to not be just dependent on oil money. They could depend on oil money for the rest of their lives, but they want to like diversify their portfolio. Sports is one of the biggest things that they've focused on, obviously, um, and so. That's the big, and then there's a, this started with WWE going to Saudi Arabia like six years ago. Mm. Um, and they would have this massive, massive, like they would bring Undertaker back. They'd bring all the guys when we were kids back. They would go, they would have this match. It, everyone in America hated it, but like everyone in Saudi loved it. And it was pretty successful? The, very, they still go all the time. Like the women aren't allowed to wrestle and it's pretty <sighs> funny, but <laughs> um, they're like, no, that's Haram. <laughs> like we, like, like yeah. Becky Lynch, Lynch can't come. But- they, WWE gets paid so much money for mm. that. They make more off of that than like everything else combined. And it's one show a year, two shows a year, or maybe it was three shows a year. Then they, they were like, okay, let's go live golf. And then also they've done a lot with soccer now. Yeah. But this has been MBS's, I'm pretty sure is his name, um, entire plan. But now, I mean, getting into the politics of Saudi Arabia is a lot different because he's also accused of killing a journalist and whatnot, a Washington Post journalist. But, I mean, all I know is for sure that's a plan that they've decided to help diversify their country. Yeah. Um, and definitely tour, tourism and whatnot. Like, they, they could be behind those brand trips to, like, Dubai and whatnot. Well, Dubai is, like, in UAE. But. Did you see the, the new Neymar contract where it's he gets 500K for every post? That supports the country. That's crazy. <laughs> For one post. And so oh, it's 500,000 euros. So then I was just going through the comments on there. And I was like, what if he just automatically just like does that like a few times a day? Like, is there like a limit on that? Yeah, like what's supporting? Like if he just like, it's like. Like 10 a day. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the best country ever. Yeah, like. Yeah, what. Uh, <laughs> I such, wonder if there's a limit. They're, right. No, they're just like, no, we'd rather you just support. I mean, it was like a Bleacher Report thing. Yeah, so. no, no, no. I I totally believe that. Yeah, so like, that's funny. definitely real. Hilarious, bro. They're so obsessed with it. I that's mean, insane, they have the dude. money. Yeah. They're essentially a venture capitalist firm that's like, we have unlimited money. We're going to use it and <sighs> take so a much chance. Fun, dude. Well, then you can. What would you do with that much? With that much money? Would I take it from Saudi Arabia? I mean, that's the, that's the question. Probably. I mean, I think I would enjoy Saudi, but what would I do with that much money? Probably to like buy my parents a house, buy my sister like a house, yeah. like any apartment she wants. Yeah. Then like, like Mbappe turning down one billion is beyond me. But he's like, he's gonna make close. He doesn't want to go but there. One year though. Like, I know. You don't have to be there for a long time. You play a season. You never have to go there well, again. He turned if down five hundred like million. Or like seven hundred. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was somewhere up there. <laughs> but for one season. But yeah, it's crazy. But when you have that much money, it's like, what's an extra billion? Yeah. Well, that's the question. Like, I don't know. Yeah. All right, I know you got to get out of here. We'll end with. I want to end with one thing. Uh, college football playoff predictions. Damn. I have not made my official, but let me just give you right now. Okay, Georgia. Texas, 
Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're making it. They're gonna beat Bama week two. Big uh, Quinn Ewers. Yeah, game. like I'm I'm all in. Okay. Their wide receivers are nasty. They lost Bijan, but I think they're they have an, their running backs will be fine. Jonathan Brooks is their running back. He'll be fine. Xavier Worthy. They brought in Adon, uh, Adonis, not Adonis, Adonne Mitchell. He was the guy who caught the long pass from Stetson Bennett when the core, or maybe he caught another one. But he he played in Georgia last year and the year yeah. before. And then they also have this transfer from Wyoming who was supposed to play last year, Isaiah Nayer, who's like their third best wide receiver. And he was supposed to be sick last year, got injured, but he's he's healthy this year. I believe in Sark. Their defense is a big question mark. Um, so UT's back, basically. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Well, if, if they if make the playoffs. playoffs, you're yeah. back. Yeah. All right. Georgia, UT. Ohio, uh, Ohio State's going to make it. I think they're just too talented. And then four, I think, like, I'd be really, I really think USC is going to find a way in. Yeah. Because I, I, so uh, I, I really do think they have, like, Caleb's just so good. And then I think the defense will take a step forward. And I think, I mean, losing J.A. is a big, big for them on offense. But also, he got injured at the end of, the, like, like Mario, like, Mario Williams is still there, I think, at wide receiver. Like, yep. they're, just, like, still loaded. Um and That's then, one of the most insane receiver rooms I've ever seen. They're they're just and here's the thing, like, but they've Caleb in. This is year three with Lincoln for yeah, him. Yeah, with Lincoln. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, like he's gonna, be, gonna be. Like I really hope he doesn't get injured. Um, he's electric to watch. I think the offense is amazing. The defense really needs to take that step forward. But like, even looking at their schedule, like I really think it's not like, an they, easy schedule. It's not easy because no, you got to play Notre Dame. Um, and then you got to play the Pac-12. Utah. You says Oregon State's game. no joke this year either. Yeah, Pac's really good this year. Yeah, UCLA's being slept on. I know they lost DTR, but I mean, like, even if this freshman Dante and Roy, like, yeah. like really, it's tough to come in year one. But they also brought in a guy from Kent State, yeah. Colin Schley. No, I don't think. Uh, I think it's gonna be Garbers, Ethan. Oh yeah, Garbers is still there. You're right, yeah. and he's been there for a minute. And he's a good quarterback room. Though. And he came in, and he came in when like DTR sometimes. Like DTR had his own issues because he he had some turnover issues, but I I actually like him. Dude, Jordan's like, going crazy, crazy. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I really like him. He's always been. I've been a long time DTR supporter. That's like even when it's going bad, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, we yeah. have to believe in him. <laughs> um, I also love him. He seems like a cool dude. Jordan's he, cool. I did my Raiders workout with him. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he seems like a like an awesome fucking guy. Yeah. Um, but Garbers has come in, and when like DTR maybe he's not playing well or got hurt or like maybe banged up a little bit, and he's always he's always impressed. I think he was a high highly rated recruit too. He was he transferred. I think he was somewhere. I think he was at Wait, Washington. He's at, no, he's at Cal, right? No, his brother was Chase. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean the defense obviously is the big question with SC, and. I mean, based off of what they've done in the transfer portal, it's an entirely new front seven. I and know. that was a big issue. Like, two-lane game, uh, Tajay ran for, like, 250 on us. I mean, Tajay was crazy that game. He's a monster. He's a good player. But, I mean, again, it was a, it was a big issue. It's still two-lane, right? Oh, no, 100%. That shouldn't have happened. Like, yeah, Tajay should have like, ran we for, weren't like, a play, We weren't a playoff team last year. Like, we didn't deserve no, no, no. it. Based off of, obviously, two-lane and Utah game. But, like, that was the big... I mean, Link's smart, so it's like that was the big hole to fix. He fixed it. He brought in who we needed to fix. So I'm really so that's the big question. Like, like that playoff four could really blow up because, like, I mean, I just don't like think the about that Ohio State pick. Well, so here's the thing with Ohio State, right? It's like 
who who's going to be the quarterback? I, That's the big one. Like yeah. it's like so know. McCord was Marvin Harrison's high school high school quarterback in Philly at St. Joe's Prep, and then I mean they love this uh, Devin Brown, right? That's his name. Yeah. Or Spencer Brown. No, Devin. yeah, Devin was committed to SC. Yeah, Devin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. He's also wearing 33, I think, which is kind of weird. weird. Yeah, Teddy's wearing 50 with Detroit. I know. Weird. Um, but Devin, they, like, love him. We'll see. I didn't yeah. realize Devin. Devin's out of Utah, right? Yep. He was committed to USC. I forgot about that. Yeah, he played at Jackson School. He transferred okay. to Jackson School after he left. Okay. How do so you think Jackson, you think Jackson's going to win the job at yeah. Ole Miss? Yeah, I think so. Based off what everything What an interesting, like, offseason. You can't blame a coach for, like, loading up any position room but like spencer yeah. like going there is so interesting because there were so many like you can't tell me spencer couldn't like let's say alabama had spencer in their room right now i think they would be a better team you think he wins that job over tyler no but i think he's like let's say tyler doesn't work out or gets injured like spencer's right there and he like yeah and i mean alabama's really interesting because it's like it doesn't seem like ty is taking control of that even though he's like he was a top tier recruit but some guys like they just don't take control and i've heard rumors about him like i don't he but like i mean he's a freshman he just didn't i think he like maybe like partied a little bit too much but i think he's been really devoted the past year and i get it he comes in bryce young is the quarterback but You'd rather see a guy come in right away and be like, no, I'm all in prepping yeah. for when it's my time. Generally speaking, 98% of the time, I don't think you bring in a grad transfer without the intention of him being I the guy. I think Tyler's going to play. Yeah. We'll be the starter is what I'm saying. Oh, 100%. And then Jalen, I think Jalen just. Crazy. He's got a little AR in him. But he's like, he just, there's a reason they brought in Tyler. Yeah. And I know Tommy was part of it, but like. They didn't have full confidence in him. Tyler's interesting because Tyler like. I really want to see how he can play. Like, I think he, I mean, did he win Elite 11? Or maybe he was just on it. I don't it. think so. We could look it up. I don't know. He's, I'm really interested in him. I mean, that's the biggest question of the season's quarterbacks. Like, obviously, we know yeah, there's the best. Yeah, a lot of big best. programs filling in holes. Yeah. We have a quarter, We have the best quarterback we've had in a while at SC. Yep. But then it's like Georgia has a new quarterback. Ohio State has a new quarterback. Yeah. I'm really high on Carson. I think really? he's going to be really good. I don't know much good. about him. I mean, I this just is just based off of like what you've heard. Yeah, and I've heard, and he's been like as devoted as Stetson. Like people really? even said he spent more time in like film room and whatnot than Stetson the past three years. I think it's also going to be hard to fuck it up, dude. I, that that's another is thing. insane. That's another thing. But that's that's a level of pressure that it's very hard to relate to. It's like I'm yeah. the guy coming in after the guy, and it's like if I can't do it. Well, also, and then also they have Brock, who's uh, who's yeah. up. Like, if he doesn't play well, Brock's right there. Yeah. It's one of those situations where you play well, you're expected to, because it's such a good team. Like, you got the best receivers, you got the best O-line. Mm -hmm. You play poorly, obviously, then you're going to get shit on and benched. So it's like, those are kind of, like, tough situations. At least from what, like, Aaron Murray's been saying and whatnot in reports out of Georgia, like, Carson's been ready. Yeah. They think he's better. He's, like, the best quarterback they've had since Stafford. Obviously really? not including Justin. They didn't, Justin didn't get to, like, that's... Right, yeah. I mean, for Excluding a guy just. like Kirby Smart, who's, like, saved Georgia, like, I mean, talk about a guy, like, they could have already had another natty. Yeah. It would have been so interesting. Like, it almost worked out better because Stetson probably wouldn't have stayed as long as he did, and Justin would have left, and then whatnot. But, I mean, like, like Justin was there. Yeah. And they had... Jake was good, too. I mean, like, n n no disrespect Jake to Jake. Jake was really good, dude. We played him that year. They, I think, 18? Uh, that was the year that they put Justin in on the fake punt. 
<laughs> it was a punt, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we played him that year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jake went off. I mean, we're also Vanderbilt, so that's... Yeah, but still, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's high-level Justin players. played, I think, the fourth quarter, did his thing. But, he was, like, that's probably the most demoralizing thing. Like, you even saw it for TCU last year in, in the national championship game. The backups come in, and they're they're just as good. Oh, yeah, going. It's just like... And, it's like and, and Dalvin it, Cook, it was Justin and Dalvin. In the fourth, and Dalvin's just gashing us, bro. Like Dalvin? No, you mean his brother? Uh, I meant uh, uh, James. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James. It's definitely not Dalvin. I was like, damn, what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> everyone's calling him like old as fuck on the Jets now, and it's like, wait, like Dalvin? I was like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. his brother was good. Um, he still is. Yeah. Yeah. He, but last year I think there was this. There's a clip of Max after getting sacked in the fourth. It was like fifty-six to seven or whatever, and he gets up. And he just like throws the ball to the ref and he like goes to the lineman and he just looks at him. He's like, those are their fucking backups, dude. And like, <laughs> he was just like, he was like, he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like there's, but that's a like, it's so interesting how like, it's so like TCU has such high level athletes, but they don't even look comparable. No. There's some players there's like Quentin, to it, bro. Quentin Johnson, like could be on, on yeah. Georgia's team. Um, like I bet you put Max on Georgia's team, he would have been fine. But like, there's like the offensive line, like it's, like you said, the levels are insane. Yeah. And it's just. It's so top heavy at that point. Oh, in the trenches. That's the big one. Because skill guys, you can kind of like shuffle them around. Like you said, TCU skill versus Ohio State, Bama skill. Probably not that. It's it's around. The, like Quinn Johnson's a first round guy. So it's like that's. Darius Davis is as fast as like, I mean, yeah. any human being ever. Skill's not the issue. Yeah. It's hard to find big guys who can move. That's the big one. And, ours, and develop them. And are big. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the biggest thing with that was the Texas. That's the SC thing, too. The trenches. That, that's my biggest thing with football right now in my mind is thinking about how to, like, how do you build a program? And I was always like quarterback, wide receiver, whatnot. Building from inside out is almost, it feels as if it's like the way to go. And yeah. Bama's been doing that. Like, if you look at Bama's class last year, it's the best class ever. It's all offensive linemen, defensive linemen. Really? Like, obviously, they have some wide receivers, running backs, no. defensive backs, like, obviously, yeah. but... Well, I mean, they know that's what, that's what's won them national championships. The trenches are so important, even in the world now where it's, like... It's just scarce. Like, it's hard to find. Like, I can go to a JUCO, and, like, I played junior college in yeah. Kansas. Or I can go to a junior college in L.A., and I, I played with dudes who could easily be in the league right now who are just not doing anything. Like, it's yeah. it's easy to find a receiver. Like, there's special guys, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. There's the Justin Jefferson, the Jamar Chase, whatever. But, like, plug-and-play guys, that's easy. Like, receivers, very easy to find. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like, the that's a very But a good left tackle, like, anywhere between, like, 280, like, 300 pounds, who can move, smart, can understand your pass pro. Like, there's a lot of elements. Like, that's, rare. that's a rare thing, so. But, yeah, I know you got to head out, brother. Yeah, no, uh, this was awesome. Thank you, man. I enjoyed it. Was fun. it. Yeah, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, follow me on uh, everything. I'm on Twitter, JackMaxCFB. That's M-A-C, not with a K. Same Instagram handle, JackMaxCFB. And then on TikTok, um, JackMacBarcel, I think it is. Best follow on IG and TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I've got all your news yeah. right there. Yeah, all the news. <laughs> but I'm excited for football this year. It should be fun. Yeah. Where do you think you'll be? You still like waiting? Still, yeah. still figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's like, just, I mean, like, you're kind I know of how on, it works. You're it's on like, call, dude. You're on call. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because you're um, on like a billion lists and it's like, okay, if this guy goes down or leaves, yeah. like it's And there's blocked. so many injuries. Like last week, for example, I was it was between me and another guy. Yeah. For, I'll tell you after who the team yeah. was. Um 
and I was like, I was I had like all my stuff packed. I'm like, yeah, like I'm gonna be there. Like, let's go. Yeah. And uh, then I'm like scrolling through Twitter or whatever, and I see like this you know, team, team X signs. I'm like, fuck, all right, well, never mind. So, but I mean, that's good that like we got to that point. Hopefully, there's gonna be other opportunities. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I understand. Like, like you're just on call. That's the best way to say. It. Yeah. Like you never know. Yeah. So good thing you kept your phone there. Like imagine if you you like you were <laughs> podcasting with like Jack Mac and you missed the call from like right. the fucking like Packers or something. Exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, another Connecticut guy is you know who Tim Boyle is? Have you, yeah, the quarterback. Yeah. yeah, Tim Boyle was at UConn. He it wasn't his fault, but he was he went to the same high school as Will. I think it was the quarterback before Will. Then he went to Eastern Kentucky after UConn. But I always cheer him on because it's like he's a Connecticut guy. Um, he was behind Aaron the whole time um, in Green Bay. I think then he went to Detroit. But I don't know where he is now. I think he's still in the league. Um, Giants maybe? Or maybe? I don't know where he's – but he's still in the league. But, like, I always ride for the Connecticut guys. Yeah. You got Well, to. that's what Rob told me. It's such a small circle. Yeah. Like that Connecticut football. Deal. Yeah. It's interesting. Did he go? Did he? No, no he's from South Florida. Yeah, he's from South Florida. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I thought. Yeah. yeah. So Trans- UConn used to recruit really well down there, but the downside was they didn't recruit well in their own state, no. which is tough. No. But I think UConn's going to be good this year. That first game, I'm telling you, Thursday night, Who they first playing? NC State at home. <laughs> at You're UConn. calling it right now. I'm not win? saying they're going to win it, but like you never you know, bro. They'll cover. Yes, hundred percent. Really. I'm very excited. It's probably like what, like a 10-point spread or something? 17, I think. <laughs> oh, Jesus to, Christ. Uh, quarterback's going to be interesting. for. Oh, so Zion Turner was the quarterback last yeah, yeah, year. He yeah. was at St. Uh, Thomas. Yeah, St. Thomas. Yeah. He was really good in high school. He was good, yeah. He, I get why he ended up at UConn. Yeah. He has some... He's smaller, right? Smaller and... He has some other issues. Just his decision-making is... Hopefully that can change. But then... Um, do you remember Taquan Robertson, who was at Penn State? He was a hot top. He's quarterback uh, competing against him. Then they brought in a guy from Maine who's competing too. We'll see. I hope I, I'm. We'll see who the quarterback is. I'm really excited for UConn. The first game of the what's year. A good, what's a good year though? Like, go to a what's something game. that you would t- six and six? Seven and five would be an improvement from last year. Yeah. Oh, because last year was a bowl. Six yeah, and six. Yeah, I remember. Six and seven, yeah. but they lost the bowl game. Yeah. They lost to Marshall. It was actually pretty good. It's close. Dude, game. I mean, that jump going from like the worst team in college football to being a bowl game in two years is nuts. But in one year, <laughs> yeah, they were year. the worst team. In the literally year before. the worst team. And then they they turned out like they beat Fresno State. Jake Hayner wasn't playing, but they beat them. They beat Boston College. Yeah. Like they they beat uh I'm, I'm blanking on some other teams, but like they they had good wins. It wasn't like they were like beating these no name. Well, because you're playing an ACC schedule. Yeah. But Boston College, yeah, that's always personal. And UMass. Is that a big rival? I don't think Boston College considers it, but you want to kill. If we beat <laughs> Boston College, probably. if we if we beat Boston College back to back years, it's like it's good, it's that'll be, be special. Some, yeah, because Riots I hate on Boston the College and Hartford, Connecticut. I hate Boston College. Like they're just like scumbags. They blocked UConn from going to the ACC three times. Really? They're scumbags and they're nothing. Like we dominate the Northeast. <laughs> like what? Like UConn is the Northeast. In basketball, that's it. In everything else. And what else? Who's like oh, football? You, you've ever met a Boston College fan? No, they're irrelevant. They've won nothing. I haven't met very many UConn fans, though. Well, you got to get around, bro. <laughs> All right. Thank you, brother. All right. That was fun. Yeah.